Welcome to Five Fresh Tips, a podcast from Fresh Starts Registry. Our Fresh Starts experts are here to help you with everything you need to begin again, starting with five simple fresh tips. Are you ready? Let's do this. My name is Justine Carino, and I'm a psychotherapist, anxiety treatment specialist, and a Fresh Starts expert. I'm here today with five fresh tips to help you manage your anxiety. Tip number one, practice mindfulness. Dr. John Kabat-Zinn, molecular biologist, has defined mindfulness as the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. That's a lot. So mindfulness is about being fully present in the moment. When we're anxious, we're thinking about the future and all the things that can possibly go wrong in the future. So if you're thinking of all the worst case scenarios that could be the future outcome of decision, you're really not in the moment. Your body is physically present, but your mind is in the future. And guess what? All of those worst case scenarios are highly unlikely to actually ever come true. There are many ways to practice mindfulness, and I actually have a whole episode coming out on my podcast, Thoughts from the Couch, that dives into ways to practice mindfulness. Tip number two, challenge yourself talk because you can't always believe what you think. Self-talk is the conversation we're having in our own heads all day long. Sometimes you're realizing that you're having these conversations, but most of the time you have no clue. Let me tell you a little bit about the importance of recognizing when you're talking to yourself and what exactly you're saying to yourself. Our thoughts lead to how we feel, which leads to our behaviors and actions. We have over 6,000 thoughts per day and 70% of these thoughts are negative. That means only 30% of our thinking and self-talk is positive or neutral. Believe it or not, we're actually programmed this way for our survival as cave people. We had to think negatively to act and protect ourselves. Our negative thinking is not often accurate though and can be really irrational. It's very reactive. And if we're thinking negative, we're then feeling negative. We actually have to put in some effort to recognize our thoughts and challenge the validity of them. Most of the time, we're just jumping to very negative conclusions without any evidence. Okay, tip number three, give your anxiety a name. Literally name it. Name the anxious part of your mind, just like you would name a pet or a baby. Give it a name and a personality. You can ask yourself things like, if your mind was a person, place, or thing, who or what would it be? Would it be the annoying girl from high school? Is it a blob of glue? Who does it remind you of? Is it an actual person that you know and can't stand? What does your anxious mind look and act like? If you can personify your mind and treat it like it's separate from you, then you can kindly tell it to leave you alone. Anxiety is all about protection. That's how we were wired. It shows up to keep you safe but sometimes it's overactive and overreactive, kind of like a workaholic who can't stop working all the time. Your anxiety can't stop working all the time for you. You can tell your anxiety, once you personify it, that you appreciate her gestures to protect you 
but you don't need them to decide things for you anymore. You're the one that's in charge. You get to make your decisions, not your anxiety. Tip number four, create a worry ritual. If there is something on your mind that you can't stop thinking about, then start to give it a time and place to take up space in your mind. You kind of give the worry a container in your life. You can create a ritual in which you sit down in the same place at the same time every day and set a timer for 10 minutes. Maybe you light a candle or you lay on your bed or you sit outside, but you have to be in the same spot every day and you worry about your worries until the timer goes off. Once that timer hits, you say thank you to your worries for trying to help you problem solve, but you need to move on with the rest of your day. Worries are useful because they try to get our attention to solve our problems or find solutions, but excessive worry does absolutely nothing for us. So sometimes we have to place it inside a container in our day-to-day -day life. And lastly, tip number five, learn to set boundaries with your time, energy, and relationships. Saying no and doing less can be very scary for some people, but overcommitment leads to resentment, stress, avoidance, and poor relationships. Learning set boundaries is very complicated and I don't wanna oversimplify it, and, but it's a process that leads to less stress and anxiety overall once you get used to it. So boundary setting doesn't happen overnight. It needs to be done in baby steps. Usually you have the support of a coach or therapist or mental health professional to kind of help you look at your boundaries to try and set new ones. But really slowing down and protecting your time and energy can do wonders for your mood. I hope these five fresh tips help you manage your anxiety. Remember, you can always find me at Fresh Starts Registry and the Expert Guide. I'm Justine Carino and never forget, we are so proud of you. Thank you for listening to Five Fresh Tips, a podcast from Fresh Starts Registry. To browse the expert resource guide and build your hype team today, head to freshstartsregistry.com experts. And remember, we're always so proud of you. Keep up the amazing work.